0: You didn't know you better call somebody.
1: And welcome back to another edition of the Coach K football show. I'm your host, Coach K, and we are now available everywhere that podcasts are. Make sure that you like us, you share us, and tag a friend. Also, send your feedback in the coach K football show at Gmail dot com. And that sound means it's time to give you the answer of last episode's trivia question. So if you want to know what the question was, make sure you go back to the previous episode. And at the very end, I'll give you that trivia question. So here is the answer. The answer to last episode's trivia question is. Any given Sunday. All right, now let's talk about your 2018 Houston Texans. But before we can start on 2018, we got to take a look back into 2017. Now, 2017 was a very exciting year for the Texans. Although their record didn't show it, the Texans were a lot better than what their record looked. I mean, you had a lot of players that you lost due to injury. Um, You saw, you know, electrifying player in Deshaun Watson. And I'm probably going to spend most of my time talking about Deshaun. Now, Deshaun, you know, he's a first round draft pick. Um, unusually, uncharacteristically, the Texans actually traded some picks, went up to go get this guy and it paid off for him. Now, this is something that the Texans don't usually do. Like they usually disappoint when it comes to the draft, but they actually got it right. OK, so Deshaun, you know, doing the typical Bill O'Brien thing. We don't know who our quarterback's going to be, blah, blah, blah. After the first half of the first game, in comes Deshaun and he showed that he is worth all the picks in the world, you know, to go up and get him. He went in there and he, you know, he scored the only touchdown of the game in the first one. And then he just impressed um, for the rest of the year that he was actually able to play. Now he got injured, you know, very early. It was very disappointing because the fans saw how well he played, um, you know, he's just an electrifying player. He could move around. He could throw like he, this was something that Houston hasn't seen in a long time. Houston is used to having mediocre and less than mediocre quarterbacks. And then, you know, Bill O'Brien getting up there saying that, you know, all, it's all his fault. Well, now we see that Bill O'Brien can actually coach when he actually has the tools to do so. So Deshaun in seven games, he threw 19 touchdown passes on, in seven games. He ran for two So he had a total of 21 touchdowns by himself and and seven games. He easily, hands down, would have been the Rookie of the Year had he not gotten injured. He had a quarterback rating of 103 in seven games as a rookie. Okay? Crazy. So when he played, they got 30 points per game on offense. 30 points per game that they scored when this young man, a rookie, played the position of quarterback in the NFL. Crazy. So he scored 33 points against New England Patriots. The, The Texans scored 57 points against the Tennessee Titans. Then they scored 34 points against Kansas City. 33 points against Cleveland. And then in the game of the year against one of the best defenses out there against Richard Sherman and the Legion of Boom, they scored 38. Now, these games were all back to back. Okay, and four out of five of those teams were playoff teams. This is ridiculous numbers like this doesn't matter if you're a rookie or whatever. If you're Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, these are some insane numbers. OK, 30 points per game. Now, when Watson didn't play, the Texans went back to being the typical Texans and they went one and nine without him, and only scored 12 and a half points per game without Watson. OK, so we know the Texans can be dangerous, you know, as long as they got Deshaun Watson in their plane. Um, they also their defense was disappointing last year as well. So let's talk about that a little bit. In 2016, okay, I'm going back two years. okay. 2016 under Romeo Cornell, they had the number one ranked defense in the whole National Football League. Number one. Then somebody got some crazy idea to let Romeo go be a consultant from up in the press box and let Mike Vrabel, the linebackers coach who had one year of experience at linebackers coach, just become the new defensive coordinator. So. I don't get that. OK, you were number one in the league. And then next thing you know, let's bring Mike Vrabel up and let him uh, take over. So with Mike Vrabel coming in, you know, and I and I guess you have to say, OK, well, J.J. Watt got hurt and Whitney Merciless got hurt. OK, Mike Vrabel, they went ranked 20th in the league, giving up 346.6 yards per game. And that's the reason why they didn't go. They didn't go six and oh and that's or seven and zero in that stretch of Deshaun Watson played because, you know, as he scored 38 against Seattle. You know, Seattle ended up scoring more points against this garbage defense. Kansas City ended up scoring more points than this defense. New England ended up scoring more points than this defense. So Deshaun went three and three in his starts um, because, of you know, the defense was giving up points, too. Um, they gave they were 24th against the pass in 2017 under Mike Vrabel and then 13th against the run under Mike, Mike Vrabel. And somehow Mike Vrabel ended up getting a head coaching position out of that as well. So I don't know. What's going on with this the whole Mike Vrabel thing? And they're trying to crown him and you know whatever that might be this whole Patriots Patriots hierarchy thing. I don't know, but he didn't help this team uh, at all. And now Mike now that Mike Vrabel is gone to Tennessee, Romeo Cornell is coming back to be that defensive coordinator again that they were in 2016 that helped them get to the playoffs and win a playoff game in that season. So, combine Romeo Cornell's defense Okay, with uh, Whitney Merciless coming back, with J.J. Watt coming back, okay, with the offense under Deshaun Watson, who's also coming back from an injury. That's going to be a problem for everybody in the NFL. And I have high expectations for this Houston Texans team. I'm sure the Houston fans are having high expectations, but this team is going to be a legitimate threat for the AFC championship. So. Let's look at let's look at what they lost. They lost Brian Cushing. Okay, he's been juicing for years. I don't think they they lose much with him. Like I said, with with Merciless out there and Watt coming back, I think they got Bernard McKinney also. So that's not a concern. C.J. Fedorowicz, they lose him to retirement. Again, that's not really a big deal because C.J. was not that athletic. You know, he was a good safety net the year before for the mediocre quarterbacks but you know it's that's not a big deal. Ryan Griffin, I think in my opinion from watching him was actually a better athlete. He just didn't get the opportunities. So with Ryan Griffin, that's going to be an upgrade in my position. In my my uh opinion. Uh GM Rick Smith, they lost him to unfortunate circumstances, but I think that is actually a plus for the Texans organization because Rick Smith made some really interesting decisions, stuck by some really interesting quarterbacks and never really addressed the offensive line and this year with rick smith leaving and under new management they added tyron matthew the honey badger okay they needed some desperate help over there um also they added aaron colvin okay so they had they got some depth there in the uh defensive backfield they also desperately went after Offensive line finally, finally went after offensive line because their offensive line has not been good in many years. And I always believe that you want to build from the inside out. And if you look at history and look at, you'll see the blueprint of the teams that make it to the Super Bowl year in and year out. They have a solid offensive line. And this is what the Texans went after this year. They've got Sanio Clemente from the Saints. Okay. So in free agency, by the way, from the Saints. Um, the Saints had a, a really, really good run game last year with Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. Either one, whoever ran the ball, they were going to do something with it. And he was a big part of that. And now he's going to be coming over to this Houston, Texas organization, you know, with Lamar Miller and Deontay Foreman, who's also coming from injury. Um, that's going to be a huge upgrade there. They also got Zach Fulton from the Chiefs. OK, and if you don't remember, Kansas City had Kareem Hunt going wild. And then they also got Santrell Henderson from the Bills. So, I mean, this offensive line is going to be better. They're going to have somebody, you know, Watson's going to have somebody to protect him. And then Lamar Miller and Deontay Foreman are going to have somebody to open the holes up for them. So this is going to be a really, really, really good football team. And I'm pretty excited to watch them. So let's talk about fantasy football. Yay! In fantasy football this season, some players to watch. Obviously, you're going to want Deshaun Watson. He could be a first round pick. He's going to put up a lot of points, get you a lot of points per game with his legs as well as his arm. And, you know, he's definitely got that touchdown um, possibility as well. He may get, you know, two to three touchdowns a game either with his arm or his leg. So definitely a number one uh, pick for me. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is also somebody you could probably get in the first round. You see a big, big change in his game when Watson was playing versus, you know, any other quarterback that the Texans had in the past couple of years. Uh, Will Fuller, is somebody that you might be able to get in maybe the mid rounds. Um, what I saw with him and Watson together is that all Fuller, Fuller did was catch touchdowns. He's a deep threat. Like I wrote completely wrote Fuller off when they had like Brock Osweiler at quarterback or, or whoever else they had. But with Watson in the game, you know, Fuller definitely showed that he belonged there. And this is somebody to watch another big fantasy uh, target to get. And most people don't really look at this position too much, but I'm going to talk defense. The Texans defense is one you're going to want to get early. Like I said, they were the first ranked team in all NFL in 2016 under Cornell. And Romeo Cornell is back. Um, everybody's healthy. They upgraded their defense with the Hunty badger back there at safety. So you got J.J. Watt on one side. you got got Jade- Jadavion Clowney on the other side. Whitney Merciless back. This team is a threat. And they're going to turn the ball over a lot. And they might even have some opportunities to score as well. So that's a huge, huge position that you want to fill early. You might want to get your defense in the third or fourth round. There's a couple good defenses out there. So this is my fantasy guys to watch for the Houston Texans. Okay, guys, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. And on the other side of the break, we're going to go over the schedule. I'm going to give you my predictions. This is the Coach K Football Show. Don't you go anywhere.
0: You want to play in college? It's not just about how good you are. College coaches are not reading your local newspaper or going to discover you on your local news. The college recruiting process is very time-consuming and stressful for both the parents and the student athlete. Most people don't even know where to begin. That's where we come in. At Recruit University, we promote you directly to college coaches to make sure that you get noticed. We give you personal attention and mentor each student-athlete through our personal development program to ensure their success in college. We help student-athletes at all levels, Division I, Division II, Division III, NAIA, JUCO, postgraduate. If you wait until your senior year before you get started, you decrease your chances of making a roster, but we can still help. The recruiting process starts day one of your freshman year. It's never too early to start, but it's always too late to wait. Go to www.recruituniversity.org and send us your film for a free evaluation.
1: And welcome back to the Coach K Football Show. We're going to go ahead and look at the 2018 football schedule. In week number one, the Houston Texans go on the road to Foxboro to face on the defending AFC champion, New England Patriots. We're going to go ahead and chalk that one up as a loss. So the Texans are going to start off in disappointing fashion with an 0-1. But then the following week, they're going to go to Tennessee and face mike Vrabel's tennessee titans and go ahead and get an easy victory there so they're going to get their first win of the season in week two week number three they get to go home for their home opener against the new york giants and the houston texans are going to come away with a win there week number four they're going to go against indianapolis at indianapolis you know matt patricia's team um, and they're going to go ahead and come out with a win there week number five the rivalry the rivalry in houston <laughs> this is a funny one Houston fans don't like Dallas fans, and Dallas fans don't like Houston fans. And they've been itching to play each other in a regular season game. So in Houston, Dallas comes to Houston, but Houston takes care of the business, and they come out with a win. Week number six, home against Buffalo, another win. Week seven, they go on the road to Jacksonville Jaguars, who were just in the AFC Championship game last season, and they're going to get another loss for the season there. Week number eight, Thursday night football against the Miami Dolphins. The Houston Texans find a way to win it. Week number nine, they go on the road to Denver. Another win for the Texans. Then they get another a bye week there. Week 11, they, get, they go on the road against Washington, and they come out with a win. Week 12, they're home again against Mike Vrabel's Tennessee Titans, and they get up another easy win. So that's beating the Titans twice in one season. Week 13, they get to go against the Cleveland Browns, who are rebuilding. And Deshaun Watson is just too much for Cleveland. With another win. Man, it's a nice nice little streak here of winning. Week 14, they get to be home against Indianapolis. And Matt Patricia's team, You know they have two first-year head coaches in their division and get played those guys a combined four times. And they come out with a win again. They go on the road again to New York Jets in week 15 and come out with a win. Then week 16, they're on the road against Philadelphia, and they will stun the Philadelphia Eagles in an upset. Week 17, with nothing left to play for, they're going to rest their starters um, at home against Jacksonville and then come out with a loss there, ending their season at 13-3, getting home field advantage, and doing some damage in the playoffs. Wow, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Surprising to me when when I put it down the paper, when I really thought about it, when I really looked at it, this team is going to be... One of the top teams in the entire NFL. And they proved that they could last week when this last year when Deshaun actually played. So that's going to be the key. You know, if Deshaun's healthy on offense and if everybody's healthy on defense, this is going to be the team to beat next year. So with that being said, let's get this stuff out of the way. Let's go ahead and go to this week's trivia question. Which current NFL team is formerly known as the Houston Oilers? Make sure you send your answers to Coach K Football Show at gmail.com.